Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Jerks, episode 145. I am your host, the Tom Alexander. Joining me as always are the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. Hi, Tom. And the occasional Chris Vu. Hi, Chris. Good evening. Good evening. That's right. It is the evening of Tuesday, <laughs> July 3rd, 2018. As we record this, what is so funny already? It's such a, uh, good evening. Uh, yes, it is the evening. Uh, yeah. Thank you for time stamping this episode. <laughs> We will never be evergreen as long as we have the vocational Chris move, that's for sure. Uh, good evening. Uh, oh, crap. All right. I like to be proper. There's nothing, there's nothing specifically wrong with what you said at all. It was just the way that Tom responded. Like, you can almost feel his eyes rolling for whatever reason need be. You just... Uh, Yes, good evening, everyone. That's it is funny, because I, I, <laughs> my eyes didn't roll at all, yet. Yeah, well, yeah, well, give it time. <laughs> yeah, and it shouldn't take much longer. Um, we are, yes, we're recording this on a Tuesday evening. You're going to be hearing it on, on your Independence Day holiday, if you live in America. And so happy Independence Day to you. Don't eat too many <laughs> hot dogs. Um, what am I, who am I kidding? Gluttony is the American way. No, Joey uh, Chestnuts won like so many years in a row now. Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, there is a lot of controversy about Joey Chestnut versus Kobayashi. So I, there I, is. I I didn't realize there was controversy. Yeah, I didn't either. The... So like, apparently they won't let Kobayashi perf- like perform, and I don't know how long ago this was. It could have been years. It definitely was years. But apparently when Joey Chestnut was winning his, like, second title or something, Kobayashi performed at a nearby uh, establishment, and he ate, like, a world record hot dogs, but it wasn't recognized because it wasn't done at Nathan's. Yeah, but were they regulation hot dogs and <laughs> buns? They were supposed – supposedly, yes. There's – if you if you really have nothing better to do, and if you're listening to our show, you probably don't. I would definitely recommend looking up the Kobayashi Joey Chestnut. Uh, I'm reading it right chicanery. now. He yeah. has been Kobayashi has been in a contract dispute with Major League Eating, yeah. So he hasn't competed at the contract Nathan's dispute. Hot Dog uh, contest since 2009, but he right. lives in New York. So can he, like, pull a UCF, though, and just, like, make shirts for himself well, claiming to be that, the hot dog eating champion? If he just, people, as long as he's doing it at the same time and doing the exact same thing, just not in that registered arena, Well, if he's okay, still so winning, then... There's two problems with your statement here, Chris. One, UCF was absolutely recognized as a national champion by the Koei Matrix. That absolutely happened, so that, that can't not be true anymore. So get that out your mouth. <laughs> One, two, uh, yeah, actually, he's already done that. Okay, good. There are there are bodies that have already recognized him as the true 
gl- uh, uh, gurgitating champion. Right, but not Major League Eating, which of course is the sanctioning body for the one that's on ESPN. And we know it's not on ESPN yes, and it doesn't fucking right. exist. <laughs> if it's not the ESPN official sanctioning body, then who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> I was reading, there's a, I saw a headline today uh, about the hot dog eating contest. Where was it? They're expecting, I want to say it was like $100 million to be wagered. A million dollars. Upward of a million dollars is bet on the hot dog eating contest every year. That now, is seems... this due to the Supreme Court ruling, or has that always just been No, the it's case? always been that way. Like, across the offshore sports book betting industry, uh, people wager a grand total of a million dollars on this fucking thing every year. That is both more and less than I would have thought. <laughs> <laughs> so I can, exactly understand, I can understand that. I can absolutely no, understand no. that. If, like, like, like if, if you had said... Um, this, <laughs> this was going to generate a million dollars worth of interest. I would say to you, okay, that sounds right. But then if you had told me that, no, this wasn't going to generate any interest whatsoever, I would have also said, okay, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you either expect, expect betters to be, uh, degenerate enough to bet on even this, or you expect no one to give a shit about it because it really yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it is. It is both at once. It is <laughs> that is entirely too much money to be spent on this shit, and really only one million. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Murica, Murica, Murica. Uh, speaking of entirely too much money, let's get into the world of sports, and ah, yes, we know where LeBron James is going. Yes, and yes. it should come he... as no surprise that uh, he's going to the Lakers. It came as a big surprise. Should have gone to the Warriors. The Warriors didn't weren't even in the race for him. They were always in the race, Tom. When you're Thanos, you're always in the race. <sighs> you need help, Rick. I don't need help. I need associates. <laughs> you need help. All right, fine. <laughs> you need a team of associates to help you, okay? <laughs> Let's go with that. Anyway, so, uh, uh, apparently so yes. was down near the end there. It was down to the Lakers, Sixers, and Cavaliers. And uh, LeBron... <laughs> the Cavaliers. Yeah. LeBron, LeBron <laughs> had, uh, had scheduled an in-person meeting with Philly uh, for yesterday, for Monday. But apparently on Sunday, his sports agency announced he signed a four-year, $150 million deal with the Lakers. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really impressive. Um, I did not actually think he'd go to the Lakers for one reason and one reason only. Uh, honestly, I did not think the Lakers were uh, ironically ready for prime time as it were. And I don't think um, they are either. And with Paul George turning them down and staying in Oklahoma city, I thought for sure he wasn't going to the Lakers at that point. And I, and I would agree. And then on top of that, uh, the Lakers not looking very ready. Um, they went out and they signed a couple of nice pieces, like they got Rajon Rondo out of nowhere. Um, but the Warriors, again, being Thanos, just simply picked up the Infinity Gauntlet and went and got Boogie Cousins <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> for, for, 
for a song, and uh, while LeBron was sipping his beer, they said, hold my Cosmo, yeah. and now San Francisco is even stronger. Well, that's it's funny, because it's, it's, there were rumor, all kinds of rumors. One rumor was that LeBron had contacted Kevin Durant and said, hey, come join me in L.A. Let's go to the Lakers together. And Durant, so then Durant re-signs with Golden State, and then Paul George re-signs with Oklahoma City, and it doesn't look like the Rockets are going to be able to clear any enough money to get LeBron. And suddenly this massive market for LeBron James shrunk to just a couple of teams. And it looked like for sure, like you said, Rick, he wasn't going to L.A. They didn't have the kind of guys they wanted. And it was like, so they get LeBron and then they signed JaVale McGee and they picked up Rondo uh, today. Um, so they've got some pieces to put around him now. But yeah, then the Warriors were just like, okay, we're gonna go get Cousins. It's fine. <laughs> they so now have, they now have five, all five starters are former All Stars at this point. Yes, yes. And on top of that, like it wasn't just that they went and got Cousins, one of the most sought after free agents this market. It's not that they got him the second day of free agency when he's, you know, claiming to anyone who will listen to him, I had to sign with them. I was running out of options. Not that that isn't good enough too. On top of all that, they signed him for literally nothing. For literally <laughs> zero dollars. No, that's not um, true. They signed him for a ring. That's what they signed him for. So if you don't know, he actually legitimately signed for five million dollars. This is a man who could have commanded a hundred million dollars easy. Um, and if not easy, then within reason. Uh, and he signed for, you know, a, a couple of pieces of gum. Well, they didn't sign him for nothing. They signed him for a ring. That's exactly what they signed him for. Well, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy. Um, if you want a ring, you just go to, well, it, I mean, you just, you just go to the Warriors, right? Right. Right. And if you want a ring now, well, I, I guess the Warriors said they'll put a ring on it, I suppose, right? <laughs> All the single players, put your hands yeah. up. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, well, it is I terrible. Mean, good... But now the the entire balance of power is in the Western Conference. The East right. is an afterthought. It's it's Yes. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be whoever wins the West, the heavily heavy favorite in the finals every year for the next uh, 40 years. Until LeBron is done in L.A. Um, you know, the favorites in Vegas right now, even before the Lakers announced the signings of Rondo and McGee, were uh, the Warriors are the favorite, followed by the Celtics, and then the Lakers. The Lakers, who weren't even a playoff team this year. Well, and it couldn't have just been the Warriors and the Lakers back-to-back, -back because technically they play in the same uh, conference. Right, so exactly. It, so they had to put it, a team from the East in between. <laughs> Well, we know that in the East, LeBron and four plumbers can make the finals. So what does this say about the West? Is it is it harder? Is it weak? Who's to say? It's, well, it's, it's you know, it, it, I, I like this on the one hand because it's it's LeBron with the Lakers. It's, you know, he basically he joined one of the most storied franchises in the sport. You know, I mean, the Lakers and the Celtics are the Yankees and Red Sox or Yankees and Do or Red Sox and Dodgers, if you want to look at it that way, um, mm. of, of, bat of the NBA, you know, in terms of, of notoriety and championships and superstar players. Um, 
you know, he joins the long list of Lakers greats now. Uh, in fact, there was a, a ESPN had a graphic up the day that uh, he signed saying, uh, showing the 10, I think the, the, the top 10 scorers in NBA history. And now that LeBron is in with the Lakers, the Lakers have had eight of those guys on their team at one point or another. Not necessarily a championship team, though. No, not necessarily. They didn't necessarily win a title with L.A., but at one point or another, eight of the ten leading scorers in NBA history have played for the Lakers. Hmm. Yeah, let's not forget about that sweet team that featured Dwight Howard and Steve Nash a couple of years ago, too. <laughs> or the one with uh, when Gary Payton and Carl Malone decided to join Kobe. Oh! Oh, poor Carl Malone. He missed out on a ring by one year. <laughs> so I, I asked this question on Twitter, and I was being honest about it before I got railroaded by certain people who will not be named on this week's broadcast. Wow. But I, uh, huh? Well, I said, wow. Yeah, well, listen, you know, they know who they are. They made me sad at work. And that's they the made one place you I don't want sad to be sad at work? Well, I was working. Yes, they made me sad today. Anyway. <laughs> Neither here nor there. Um, So, anyway, uh, (laughs) why, why, why even have an Eastern Conference? Like, what, what is the point? (laughs) Just realign, realign the whole league now. What is the point of your Eastern Conference? Why is it there? Why do you need it? Yeah, because the heavyweights need a tin can to fight in the main event. That's why. Well, I mean, you know, just just declare the winner of the West the champion. Like, who's going to go to these games? How many teams can we name in the uh, in the East? Okay, that matter. Give me a team that matters, Tom. Boston Celtics. They matter. Okay, one. One. And the Philadelphia 76ers. They matter. All right, we got two. We got Uh, two. That's about it now. Because the Cavs no longer matter. In fact, the uh, the bookies put the Cavs at the very bottom. They are the biggest underdog to win the championship now. But 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 all they were last year were they were they were the the, the Eastern Conference champions. What could have changed? Oh, I don't Surely know. Surely one player. And <laughs> they lost plumbers. one player. <laughs> they kept their front office. They lost one they kept player. Their coaches. Right, right. Everything, everything is still in place. They lost one player, and they became a three hundred to one shot to win the finals. <laughs> Wait, do the Magic have a better shot? Yes. <laughs> yes, according to Las Vegas. Yes, the Magic have a better shot at winning a title than the Cavs right now. I don't. I don't know if I can believe that. But all right. Well, I mean, we spent the, the magic time. the magic have Aaron Gordon. So Oh yeah, there you go. Well, Kevin Love is a nice person. Anyway, we spent enough time uh <laughs> disparaging a team that doesn't need any help. Now it's time to disparage a team that I love to disparage. Yes, yes. Let's move on to the NFL and uh we well, it came out in the week since our last show that uh Jameis Winston, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback is going to be suspended 3 games. The first three games of the upcoming season for violating the league's conduct, personal conduct policy, uh, after they investigated an Uber driver's claim that he uh, groped her back in 2016. Uh, 
In fairness, that is all the rage in 2016. There was a lot of things being grabbed and discussed. So, <laughs> so what he he was on trend for the time? Is that what you're saying? I, I'm just saying maybe he was on a bus and perhaps he was just explaining what locker room talk is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so we should note that uh, ever since the allegations came out, Winston has denied that that happened. But then as part of his settlement with the NFL that knocked his uh, suspension from six games to three games, uh, he had to release an apology where he basically sort of takes responsibility but doesn't take responsibility. Uh, he still maintains he didn't do anything, but then he apologizes to the driver uh, for putting her in that situation. So does that mean <laughs> you did something? Or putting... Or nothing. In situation of accusing him of groping her. Right. Exactly. 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 I'm sorry you feel the way that you feel right. about what I didn't do, but you think I did. Like, he's got to go. The Bucks will not release him, but he needs to go. As a longtime Buccaneer fan, I say he needs to go. Well, so the greatest running back of this generation is probably Adrian Peterson, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh. So the Vikings and the league specifically, not the Vikings, because come on, but the league specifically put Adrian Peterson on his rump for an entire football year, if I'm not mistaken. No, correct? it was it was uh, it was half a year. It was several games, but it wasn't a whole season. Fine, fine. For abusing his children. Yes. Or being accused and, of it at least. Well, and there was uproar and, and outrage in, in the halls of Minnesota. But ultimately, people just sort of went, oh, well, yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> that was one of the greatest players of a generation. Um, now, you shouldn't be judged on how important you are based upon your ability to contribute to society as, as a whole. But um, last I checked, Jameis is kind of an okay quarterback. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's in the upper half of guys in the league. He had one season where he was Pro Bowl caliber. Um, he hasn't, he's not, it's not as if, I mean, he's the fourth best quarterback in his four-team division. <laughs> but that's a division with Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, and Cam Newton. So. But my point is, is that he's not exactly a superstar. No, he he's is... not. He is the face of the Buccaneers. There franchise. we go. Yes, he's a Heisman yes. Trophy winner. He's a national championship champion quarterback in college. Um, he's also a guy who has been in trouble for this before. When he was at Florida State, <laughs> he was accused with an of Uber driver, not with an Uber driver. No, he oh. was accused of sexually assaulting a woman uh, when he was in college at Florida State. Uh, the ch he was never charged. The state attorney said there was not enough evidence to charge him because the girl waited too long to go to the police. Now, there are conspiracy theories on both sides of that story. One saying that the Tallahassee Police Department swept a lot of it under the rug and sat on the evidence so that there wouldn't be enough to prosecute him. There are others who say the girl was uh, just trying to get money or notoriety or whatever um she did sue winston uh after that i don't know what the outcome of that case was it may have been settled out of court but um and that's always that's the go-to anytime a woman accuses an athlete or a famous guy of sexual misconduct it's well she just wants money or fame he didn't do it i had so many florida state fans tell me that when he got in trouble in college 
Um, well, that you're a Florida State guy, so I'm not. Like, I'm not at all. I mean, I, I thought you were. I thought you were I prefer a big them. State fan. I prefer them over the Gators, but I wouldn't call myself a fan. Oh, um, my bad. I always thought you were a Florida State guy. Yeah, I was as a kid. I was as a kid. Oh, okay, okay. That's right. Yeah, I know as, you're as a big. I know yeah, obviously in the '90s. Big, uh, in the '90s, I was. Um, oh, so you're not, just a bandwagoner. Got it. Yeah, well, I didn't have a college <laughs> team to root for because <laughs> I hadn't gone to college yet, and my parents didn't go to college, so. I had no allegiance. <laughs> I chose unlike now. <laughs> yeah, unlike now, where I have an unhealthy allegiance to my school that has claimed a national championship. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, so a lot of FSU fans made excuses for Jameis. Uh, I don't hear too many Bucks fans or even Florida State fans making excuses for him now. Uh, by many well, accounts, I mean, he's been a model citizen since he joined the NFL until now. Well, apparently he wasn't because that was in 2016. But Right, right. I mean, at some point, you're going to have to just, like, is this person somebody you want as the face of your franchise, exactly. in your league? Like, how much do you need? How how Like, what preponderance of evidence do you require exactly? Because I think we've... We've hit most of them at this point. Uh, and that's the thing. This this should be enough. It, it's one thing where, okay, he did stupid things in college because the sexual assault allegation wasn't the only thing he got in trouble for in college. There was the crab legs incident. There was the video <laughs> of him that popped up online. Like, is this the idiot who thought yes. it was okay to get crab legs? Yeah. Yes, okay. same guy. Uh, then the video popped up of him online uh, in the cafeteria at FSU screaming standing on a table screaming fuck her in the pussy um he for a while people could just say well okay he was an idiot at 20 we all do stupid shit at 20 and hopefully he's figured it out and it looked like he had until now so now there is now evidence he has done nothing to improve his behavior so you you don't have a leg to stand on as far as I'm concerned. The Buccaneers have no leg to stand on in terms of keeping. Would you would you say he has no crab legs to stand sure, on? Sure, go for it. <laughs> um, Excellent. <laughs> I I I am going so far as to say I I don't think I'll be watching any Bucks games this year uh, as long as he's on the team. That's quite a stance and i mean i don't how disagree. many people can also say the same as you though not enough to make it matter to the team no that and that's the problem well how many let me ask you then like you you've used it multiple times in this conversation just now he's the face of the bucks yes right he's the face so like let's let's say he gets canned for this how many bucks fans are going to drop because he's no longer on the team. Not a lot. You, you I mean, they'll just be pissed that, off for a season. Yeah, but. and you'll have some bandwagon folks that were fans of his at FSU that follow the Bucks because he's on the team that will go away, but not, not as many as you'd think. I mean, the allegiance generally is to teams, not players. Um, so it, it really wouldn't... It'd be a PR hit for them in the short term, and it would be a definite football hit for them in that then they don't have a franchise quarterback uh, and they'd have to essentially start over. But they've sucked ass for the last couple of years anyway So with Winston. So I can't imagine them being much worse. 
Right. So it's like, what's what's there to lose? They get rid of this guy. Like, it's just it's. You know, it's like jumping in a pool. You don't get wetter if you've already sucked. And <laughs> exactly. More, exactly. Right? Like, what, what are you? I, I rationally, I don't see any anything that they have to lose by letting him go, but uh, they must think he can help them still on the field uh, enough where they're willing to uh, overlook this. Well, I mean, like that's the thing. Is like what what looks worse is to, or what looks. What outweighs what? Like having a fucking, you know, woman molester, Uber driver molester on your team versus a Heisman crab leg stealer. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> I, I don't I don't see how anybody can defend this guy. It doesn't make sense. Um, the, the Bucks, for their part, uh, the only thing they've said is they've highlighted all the work he's done in the community since he arrived in Tampa. And how many crab legs has he contributed to the community? <laughs> I mean, like, Not like what has he really done? Other than... uh, he works, he do, does a lot of charity work, uh, works with kids, that kind of thing. Um, but he ops. has, he yeah. has blamed this incident on alcohol and says he stopped drinking. Uh, I think that's. I mean, a that may that excuse. may in fact be that may, may be. be true. It could but be. But I, you know, we make we make this statement about Marvel movies versus DC movies, and it, it applies here as well. If if this was the only bad thing we'd ever heard about Jameis Winston ever doing is in his entire life, then everyone would just go, "Well, you know, that was a really boneheaded thing to do. I hope he learns from it." People make and mistakes. People right. make mistakes, and let's move on. But uh, you know, this is like the seventeenth boneheaded thing we've heard him yeah, do just these are just it's not like oh oops you know like right i mean it's not like, like it's not like him standing on the table in the cafeteria that's a dumb college kid thing that a, wouldn't yeah, have been news thing, unless right? he was who he was and right the crab leg thing you know he claims that the you know that store had given a bunch of free shit to other players and so he grabbed stuff and someone who wasn't in on whatever was going on turned him in now it doesn't make it right but okay fine you're a boneheaded kid whatever but the sexual assault things that's kind of and now you've got one in college and one as a pro and those are the ones that have come forward oh and uh, just as a heads up gentlemen i i am very close to crane's roost so in, in a couple of minutes if there is a um like a just an an array of explosions and firearms i'm not being murdered probably just so you guys know. <laughs> well, at least you have an excuse and you're not just surrounded by asshole neighbors who think it's cool to be firing off fireworks since this past Saturday. My, my brother, do you not live in this city? Because I absolutely <laughs> live around those same people. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Evidently, our neighbors just extend in a four-mile circumference around my house <laughs> and a four-mile circumference around your house. No, they they used like, to be in my neighborhood, but uh, for yeah, some reason, they, they've been strangely left. quiet. They've been strangely <laughs> quiet this year, and I'm concerned. I'm concerned that it's going to be Armageddon tonight as we record this, and from <laughs> now through Sunday. That's what no, I'm dude, worried it's about. It's going to be the fucking purge for the next, <laughs> like, four days. That's... <laughs> Uh, what a great yes. ad campaign! Actual death. Well, that Actual movie death. that movie comes out tomorrow, or yeah, the, the first one, the first purge, yeah. actually, the, 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 the purging, the first the, purge, the, the, otherwise known as the 2020 presidential election. Right. Hey, 
kaboom. Uh, but in case you <sighs> don't realize, when Rick, for people who live outside Florida, Rick mentions Crane's Roost. It's a park where there's a big Fourth of July fireworks event. In case you weren't able to, it's booming, <laughs> but only but only on the third of July because right, every course. year, every year on the second or third, it's it's so stupid. But you know what? Have the city of Chicago's big one is on the third as well. Well. Before before we get further into fireworks displays, <laughs> let's talk about some let's talk about some fireworks, Chris. I live for that. I live for It's not a Bones Jones story, so Chris is disappointed. Yeah, but it's a it's a CTE story. So <laughs> regardless, um, we don't know that for sure. <laughs> I, have you heard Chuck Liddell talk? <laughs> I mean, I've seen him walk, so. <laughs> oh, so let's tell people what's going on. Oh, okay, fine. So Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz at the the young, young ages of 48 for Chuck Liddell and 43 for Tito Ortiz. <laughs> real, real quick, Deadspin had this story at, with the title of Two Men Aged 91. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> Our... They will be squaring off again uh, for the third time in a in a to, to close off the trilogy that nobody even gives a shit about or had given a shit about for the past eight years. So this least. is like the Aragon two or the the second his Dark Materials movie of MMA. <laughs> It doesn't even make sense because it's not like a, a rubber match is one where one wins, the other wins. All right, we got to we got to sell the score, right? Chuck Liddell won in convincing fashion twice. Yes, like no referee, you know, or no judge's decision, no nothing. It was two stoppages. Uh, are they, uh, did these guys just squander their money away? Like apparently, they... <laughs> what this is, what we're looking at is: Do you want to die in the ring? Yes. Do you also want to die in the ring? Please, I need to. Okay, you guys are gonna fight each other for no money, and the winner is the guy who drops dead. Thank Christ. What's and crazy? that's what they. <laughs> that's what's it's gonna happen? Promoted by Golden Boy Productions, so it's wow. not in the UFC. It's not in Bellator. You know, I. Both of which are, you know, the the two biggest franchises for M professional MMA. Mm -hmm. It's it's this random. I mean, this is like the affliction event of <laughs> 2018. Like, Ooh, that is know, a I mean, reference, sir. Right? Like <laughs> when nobody knows what I'm talking about. Um, just see, <laughs> for you guys who don't know, affliction. Yes, the you know, the clothing <laughs> brand, skeleton wearing chains. Punching a dragon on fire T-shirts, those guys at one. You know point, the badass shit that everybody likes. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, they they literally made an MMA event. You know, uh, two MMA events actually about ten years ago, and and paid a bunch of money to people. Right, right. Well, okay, so that that this is a this is a throwaway event is what you're yeah, getting at, but it's it's dumb. more than that because it's a boxing event that's featuring an MMA bout. An MMA bout that nobody wants. Like it's not oh, like, but, like you no. Know, I think Tito could have gotten him, <laughs> or you know, I mean, nobody. Nobody. 
You say nobody wants this, but who doesn't want to see two guys try and actually kill each other? Like literally. (laughs) And I don't mean because they are, they're mad at each other. I mean, like they're trying to do each other a favor. Like one guy really wants to die and the other guy's hoping to help him. So this this event is sanctioned by euthanasia. Is that what you're saying? Promotions. What what's what's that what's that samurai code thing where you stick the knife in your stomach and you turn it around? What is that? That's that's doing yeah. it to yourself. Yeah, right? well like, one guy always helps the other guy out. <laughs> like it's considered an honor to chop the other dude's head off so he doesn't go through the pain. So we're seeing this, but happening for real. It's very majestic in that way. <laughs> I guess it is two warriors both. I mean like <laughs> no, <laughs> listen, no. listen to me turn him. Watch me turn him, John. Look at that. <laughs> like Okay, so in an ideal world, I, I, I'm in my, an ideal I, world, unlike, these guys are dead already. Unlike, <laughs> wow. I don't want them to die. Um, but no, this is—I don't want them to die either. But I don't want them in the ring. I mean, come on, this, who does this help, Chris? Evidently, Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell. <laughs> well, definitely Tito Ortiz's ex-wife or wives, <laughs> and yeah, children or, or children. Yeah. <laughs> Kid the kids, ironically, um, the ones he had with uh, Jenna Jameson. Yeah. So, um, and and of course Oscar De La Hoya. You know he'll be pocketing quite a bit. Yes, Oscar um, De La Hoya, who has yet to find the level he will stoop to. <laughs> well, listen, when those photos came out, everybody thought that was the end of his <laughs> career too. But... No, no, he found no, ways to no. line his pockets. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, Hopefully it'll end very quickly and it'll be basically the Superman doomsday punch where <laughs> they both just like nail each other at the same time and just Crumble go out. into a pile, you know, and it's, it's short, it's sweet. They both win, but they also both lose. <laughs> Everybody watches as they die. <laughs> Cause I, I can't stand to see like Chuck Lido, who's, who's literally, you know, he's a legend in the sport. Yes. Um, Tito, who's honestly probably the original bad boy of this well, that was his who, moniker oh yeah <laughs> good call <laughs> um, the huntington peach bad boy yeah well whatever either way um you know the original one who was very very good at marketing himself and, and playing the heel you know the, yeah, the that is true legends, that is true right? so it, it's god it, it, couldn't they just have put their money in a fucking 401k or something? <laughs> Don't you guys know about Roth IRAs, for Christ's sake? Well, I mean, Chuck Liddell like, did those battery commercials. Where's the battery money, Chuck? Where'd it go? I know. Like Toyo tires or whatever the hell else they you know, they could have put their money in. Oh, God. I don't know. Maybe well, you know, here's, here's the thing. You either, you either retire with money or you live long enough to fake a heart attack in the middle of a match. <laughs> oh, wow. And for that segue, we have punctuated two by the stories. knuckle crag. We, we have two. I'm so lit. You, you, I, I'm frothing about this. <laughs> we have two MMA yes, stories on we this week's show. two MMA stories because I need a longer nap. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's move this on. This one's yeah. incredible. Tell us, tell us about this This. Uh, denied fake heart attack in the ring. (laughs) Man, it's, it's almost, it's almost, first off, it's better than any fight scene I've ever seen, seen a choreographed movie. Um, it's like, 
it's a professional MMA fight. Uh, small questionable, way. questionable statement. What professional? I mean, it was they were paid, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so if you get a half a Papa John's pizza afterwards, you're a professional now? This isn't those like you know VFW wrestling events. I'm sure they got. Oh, <laughs> that's a shot! Wow, that's sure a got, shot! Like, a he just whacked you across the back with a folding chair, Rick. Why? Why, Christopher? I was so in your corner this week. <laughs> yes. Um. So Jonathan Ivy, uh, who's who's a sort of hometown hero, fought. I thought you were going to say homeless, but please continue. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Probably not far off. Fought <laughs> um, Travis the Iron Man Fulton, who has had literally, not figuratively, literally over 300 professional MMA bouts. Look it up. That's good for the body. Yeah, I, you know. Good God. He, he did. He I'm looking at this record. Superhuman. 256, 54, and 10 is his record. <laughs> literally. Um, 310 so, fights. <laughs> How is he still alive? Well, what do you call living, Tom? Well, evidently he can still make his own decisions. He doesn't have a power of attorney or anything. He exists. Right? <laughs> that's, that's living, technically. Right. I mean, he's legally alive at this point. <laughs> I've seen the paperwork. <laughs> like he you got can't clean. say he's not alive. But here's the thing is, Jonathan Ivey, not he, – he has literally more fights, you know, a losing record of 41 and 57, which is – I mean, that, that's a lot of fucking fights, man. That's more than all of the current UFC champions, both male and female, combined. Jeez. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of those fights were for literal sandwiches. Right? <laughs> I mean, you're talking about that local VFW again. Right, I, the guy's got to eat though, right? So, <laughs> well, he's got to he's got to like very unsteadily get the spoon of spaghettios to his lips before <laughs> spilling it on his shirt, right? I mean, he solved that. What he does is he puts it all into a blender, and then he gets a funnel, and he straw. puts he puts the tube in his mouth, and then he pours the food into the funnel. Hey, as long as he can still swallow on his own. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> you don't got to massage it down his throat for yeah, him. Exactly. Oh, God. Jonathan Ivey is in a professional fight with his his hero, actually, Travis the Iron Man Fulton. Um, and Jonathan is beating him so badly that at one point fakes a heart attack. <laughs> Incredible strategy, actually. <laughs> uh, we call that the Kimbo, I guess. Oh, he wasn't faking. He wasn't faking. Who? I forgot who it was that that Kimbo fought. That actually, uh, it was Dada Five Thousand who had suffered Dada. an actual heart attack and almost yeah. died. So he he I, we'll pull, we'll, he pulled a Dada right, <laughs> um, and to draw Travis Fulton in, at which he after which he he. he you know, as Travis lunged for him, he took him down and pressed him against the cage and just ground and pounded him. Um, basically undefended, which I I was amazed that the ref didn't stop the fight. But oh way, yeah, these refs there they're top notch. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so he the, the ref lets it go too long, and and Jonathan Ivey basically 
A feels guilty for pummeling his hero undefended, and B feels guilty for pummeling his under <laughs> his hero undefended, and and just backs off and literally just taps the mat to 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 pull a mercy, I guess, right? <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Advice. Well, he yeah he claims he he asked the referee to stop the fight multiple times, and the referee wouldn't stop it. He said he's not defenseless. He's not out. And so Ivy took it upon himself to end the fight. So that's that's unprecedented. I gotta say. I mean, like, do you it think was, it was because the ref wouldn't stop the fight, or do you think it's because also he knew what he was doing was kind of the douchiest thing and douched him? Well, both. What, he, and he said so. Like he said that like he felt horrible pummeling this guy. Well, but he's only pummeling him because the guy thought you were, you know, having a heart attack. So you dropped, he dropped his guard. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, and... that's fair too. <laughs> he says he claims now he claims that he did not fake a heart attack. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can trust the guy with the bolts tattooed on his neck in a very suspicious fashion. Who incidentally also has a Travis Fulton tattoo on his leg. Oh my God. Great. Still literally fighting his hero. That's um, fantastic. Did they make out afterwards too? I mean, <sighs> perhaps they split the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to uh, share to his a credit. slice of pizza with your hero—that's <laughs> that's quite noble, right? Sure. But either way, that that unprecedented and incredible event taking place in your local MMA show. This is, so, um, this is yeah. hilarious. This is so Fulton uh, wrote on, I don't know if his Instagram or Twitter. Oh, Facebook after the fight. And knowing him, he might still be on MySpace. <laughs> that dude is on Friendster and you know it. <laughs> so anyway, he, uh, he says, quote, in my first 275 or so MMA fights, I was only cut open twice. I was dropped just three times and I was never knocked out. In my last 30 or so fights, I've been cut four times, dropped several times, and I was knocked out for the first time in my career. So he's, he says he's, uh, he's retiring after this latest bout with Jonathan. Oh. Um, oh, and only 17 years like, late. That's in my terrible. first 275 fights, <laughs> you shouldn't make it to 275 fights, period. Whether you I were only cut twice that, or though, not. Right? You don't commend that. Dude, no, have you rolled that shows 275 a blatant, times? It's a blatant disregard for the health of one's brain. That's what that is. Hey, man, he he typed that himself. <laughs> How, do you you know? That? How do you, you know that? How do you don't know that? Like, it, he may be able to blink honestly, Morse code. If, if anything, we should all train under this guy. <laughs> who else has? Because we're going to eat good? You know, like who, who to be able to function moderately <laughs> after 310 fights, like that guy's doing something right. <laughs> that tells me that you, the priorities are all fucked up here. <laughs> that guy is he's he's the way to train, right? Oh, like he, he knows the he knows secrets that we don't know. He's so forgotten reminded, all of them. But yeah. I'm reminded of an episode of Married with Children in which Kelly has figured out that she has an ability to play pool really well. 
So Al has to stake her about like six grand so that she could hustle this one guy out of like 20 grand. Where did Al come up with six grand? He went out to every place that uh, every blood donation place that he could find. And he started donating blood. Of course. And then and then Jefferson says, Al, where did you get the money for that? There's only eight pints of blood in the human body. And he goes, that's not true. The brain hides a pint. I actually remember that episode. Um, Travis Fulton, the Al Bundy of MMA. Yeah, whatever. I want to move on now. Now I'm just sad. I know <laughs> I, think I started Chris, this. I think Chris I'm is going to get a Travis Fulton tattoo now. Oh, God. I might. You know what? I'd I mean. pay for it. <laughs> Would you I really? Want it, I want it on your back where it should say Vu. I want his number. I want 310 and like 58 and two or something on your back. That would be hilarious. That would be, I'd I'd kick in, I'd kick in a a little bit for that as long as we could put it on YouTube. Or a handprint tattoo on my, on my heart of, of Jonathan Ivey's hand where (laughs) he would have faked a heart attack. Perhaps. The best thing about that is, is he doesn't even fake the heart attack, right? If you see, he grabs his armpit of his right yeah. arm. It's just like, what? He, I would rather he, he was like, no, what happened was I tried to like do a move and it just it hurt really bad because he had punched me real hard before and it suddenly hurt me. I'm like, oh, I can buy that. Well, oh, I, can't, I can't remember what excuse it was he used after saying he didn't fake it, but. Uh... It was probably angina. <laughs> no. Tom. Yes, Rick. Let's get the hell out of here, man. Come on. <laughs> move, us, move us along. All right. Enough. Let's move on to the geek stuff, nerd stuff. And, uh, oh, damn, I, I can't, okay, I can't look away from this Jonathan Ivy stuff. I'm like looking up now why, <laughs> why he's, what he says. Anyway, this is, okay, I gotta stop. This is the to... most interesting story in MMA history, according to one Thomas yeah. Alexander. Well, yeah, it kept me awake. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the geek stuff, nerd stuff, and Rick's favorite actor, Jared Leto, is uh, going to star. <laughs> is apparently going to star in a uh, one of Sony's Spider-Man spinoff films. He's going to play Morbius, the living vampire. Yay! Everybody wanted a Morbius movie. Yay! Yeah, they did in 1998. That yeah, was when, when was, they all wanted it. Yeah, when was the Darkstalker? When was the Darkstalker? What was the damn... You're talking about the, the trio of, Spider-Man run? No, the, the Blade slash, like... They were like vampire hunters. It was like three random of Marvel's, like... C list, like sort of. Oh, you're talking about like the Sons of Darkness or whatever it was the. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking this... about. <laughs> that was what ninety three or something. Uh, who cares, man? Just sure. I mean, just any say a number. Like really, just say a number, dude. Nobody's paying attention to whatever the hell Marvel's up to these days with this shit. I guarantee, because <laughs> it's not even Marvel. It's just Sony going ah ah ah. Throw well, something else at the wall. Hurry. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with Morbius, he's one of Spider-Man's uh, sort of villains, sort of not villains. Uh, he was real popular in the '90s. He was on the cartoon show uh, back when we were kids on Saturday morning. Um, 
He was apparently supposed to make a cameo in the first Blade film and then be the villain in Blade 2, and then that Which didn't happen. A lot of sense. Yeah. Much more well, so than he's an got individual an, film. He's apparently fought Blade a few times in the comic books. Oh, sure. And uh, but now he's like he's like an anti blade. Yeah, yeah. So now, uh, but now he's he's getting his own movie to uh, join. You know, now now it's in development, but with a star attached, that gives it a higher likelihood of being real. Because um, <laughs> we're getting Venom, so and we're getting Spawn. Yes. <laughs> um, I feel attacked. <laughs> You feel attacked? That was a trigger I for you? I feel attacked. Microaggression? I feel attacked. What, I feel attacked. Make fun of Morbius or Spawn? Or both? I'm going to let you figure that one out. <laughs> I didn't realize you were such a big Morbius fan. So, oh, so Sony's developing a bunch of different Spider-Man no spin-off films. They're developing Morbius, obviously. Venom's coming out this fall. Uh, they're developing a the Silver and Black movie uh, with Silver Sable and Black Cat, which has been... Um, postponed delayed not canceled shelved yeah we'll call it shelved shelved. for all intents and purposes shelled shelved but uh they won't admit that and then there's night watch which we've talked about a few episodes ago (laughs) because no one knew what the fuck it was isn't it and then they just announced a silk movie in development yes rick tell everyone who silk is so, because you haven't been reading Spider-Man comics in the last five years, Silk is a new character who spun out of Spider-Verse, one of Dan Slott's uh, additions to the uh, Marvel slash Spidey U, as it were. Um, she is a hero who has been locked away in a special vault. Yeah, vault, okay. Uh, in a vault, and uh, Spidey rescues her. And she is essentially Asian Spider-Girl, but with sexy results. She <laughs> is super hot. <laughs> she's a drawing on paper. Well, I have seen yeah, a she's number also of a cos- cosplay. Yes. <laughs> I have seen a number of cosplays that Bill Cosplay would be very happy with. Wow. Drugging and inducing and well, whatever. You know what? He was convicted Jesus. of it. I get to make fun of him. I mean, it's an attractive cosplay, but Jesus what? <laughs> yeah, what I want to know is because Rick, you sent you sent Chris and I a, this a photo of a silk cosplay because I didn't know who she was. And uh mm-hmm. what I want to know is how how quickly did Chris make that his wallpaper on his phone? <laughs> First off, it was my lock screen. <laughs> and second off when does Fandango allow for the pre-buy of tickets? Because this one's going to be a blockbuster. (laughs) Move aside Venom, move aside Morbius, sexy Asian Spider-Girl is definitely going to be the one. (laughs) He doesn't even care that she, that's not her name. It doesn't matter. Sexy Asian Spider-Girl. is Sexy Asian Spider-Girl. It's all you need to put. You know what? And he's not wrong. If they just called the movie Sexy Asian Spider-Girl, that movie would make $300 million. <laughs> Day one. I've already seen that movie. It's on a very specific website. Yeah, exactly. There's a hub in the name. You know how many, you know how many hits those sites get, dude? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm a big fan of that site. <laughs> <laughs> one more, apparently. Um, so here, here's the issue with all of this like spider shit, right? 
<laughs> like, so like everybody basically knows who Venom is, but like now that Marvel Entertainment or Marvel, Mar- I don't know Marvel movies, whatever the fuck it's called, they've kind of like taken Spider Man right out of into their domain. Yeah, Sony's still the, involved, but he's part of the Marvel universe now. Yeah, and now they're trying to like jump on that bandwagon. Aside from Venom, and I guess sexy Asian Spider Girl, which is. <laughs> You know, a spider and and webs and whatnot. Does anybody fucking know that Nightwatch and Silver and Black or Morbius are Spider Man characters? Are they going to mention Spider Man? Are they allowed to mention Spider Man in any way? Yeah, they're allowed. Like, they're allowed to. Um, that's there's conflicting uh, rumors and speculation that Spider Man will have a cameo in the Venom movie. Correct. But it does. It won't even make any sense because, like, Spider-Man's a kid, and any Brockett evidently is a forty-year-old. You know, oh I, yeah, no, no, that's the part that people are going to have a lot of trouble with. I mean, you know, just because a giant purple monster just showed up and snapped his fingers and half the universe disappeared, ah, that that's unbelievable. I I don't know, man. Like, does it doesn't. Like nobody gives a fuck about Silver and Black or Nightwatch or Morbius. Like, they don't have to. Like, why do they need to? What What is your obsession with people caring? Like, it's the IP. They just need to monetize it. That's all they want. Well, that's just the thing. It. They they've got Spike Lee might direct the Nightwatch movie, and Silver and Black is you know female superheroes, and that's like a trend now. And same with Silk, and Silk is also a minority, and that's sort of a trendy thing for superhero films. So they're trying to just make a buck. That's all it's about. They're just trying to yeah. get ride on something's coattails and make a buck. That's it. That's really all there is to it. We'll probably all go see it, right? I mean, <laughs> no, no. I mean, I know we're going to go see one of them, right? Well, Rick, Rick will go. Rick. Rick will go if we pay for him. That's how this works. <sighs> I should have never told you guys that. Yeah. <laughs> now you now you know my secret. It's disappointing. Anyway. Yes, if you get me a ticket, I'll go to your stupid movie. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's just gonna as go much, to waste as much otherwise, as he right? likes to complain about dealing with people and all that stuff. If he doesn't have to pay for it, he's fine. I don't like that you know this about me. I I, I feel as though <laughs> that you have a negative opinion about my actual. Well, anyway, I have no, your principles can be bought is what I'm saying. I, I feel as though that that's not a good thing that I shouldn't be that easy (laughs) to like, I, mm, this is, it's all very bad. This is all, it's not, there are not positives happening here. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to something that some people find not positive, but uh, not, I'm not one of those people. Yeah. Speaking of principles being bought, (laughs) Rick, you finally saw last Jedi. I did. I did. Oh my God. What is wrong with you people? This movie was bloody good. It was actually a lot of fun. I really liked it. What the hell is wrong with you humans? Holy Christ. This movie was cool. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I made I, I watched it and one of the first things I said to you, Tom, you could go back and watch it was I think this might be my favorite Star Wars movie. I, I I'm not being a jerk here. I'm honest. I 
I don't know what the negative was about this. It wasn't dark as shit like Solo, and it it actually had a plot that I understood what was happening. I got the idea of the characters. Everything made sense to me. Why do people not like this movie? I I loved the idea of um, uh, Luke just sort of trying everything he could to get rid of um, everybody around him. He didn't want to be around anybody anymore. There was nothing bad here. What the but, hell is going but, on? But Rick, Luke Skywalker would never try and just, just out and out kill Ben Solo in his sleep. Luke's good. And 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 Luke Luke died without ever really being in the fight. And Luke wouldn't just throw away his old lightsaber and and wah. But none of that makes sense if you don't allow the character to grow. Well, and he even says it. He says it was a moment of weakness. It, he allowed himself to feel that way. And what is the one thing Jedi should never do, Tom? Right, is is allow that in. And we have seen there's evidence for that in Luke's behavior in the original trilogy. This is something I've argued for months now. The problem is, is people are letting all of the ancillary media infect their sense of what Luke's character arc is. You have five movies with Luke Skywalker in them, and you really shouldn't even count Force Awakens because he's barely in it. So, four movies where we've seen Luke Skywalker. That's it. And he hasn't really been in any cartoons. Yeah, there have been some three novels. Three him growing. Like, there, there are a whole bunch of novels that are not canon anymore, and there are a few novels with him in it now, and some comic <laughs> books that right. are canon. So, basically, four movies. So we've seen whiny farm boy Luke. We've seen guy who refused to complete his Jedi training because he needed to go save his friends. Mistake. Then we see him, uh, eh, okay, he's sort of a Jedi, but he's also borderline nearly went to the dark side when the Emperor tempted him. And that was the end of that. And then the next time we see him, he's a hermit who has basically renounced the Force because he once again was tempted by the dark side. And saw his whole life go to shit. It that all seems very sense. reasonable. It all, it all seems, seems pretty very reasonable. reasonable. Right. The problem is he doesn't act like he did in the Jedi Academy trilogy from 1997. So people are upset and they want to remake it. I mean, the, the answer you need for why people don't like The Last Jedi is in that poster that you tweeted. Oh, um, such a beautiful poster, the, wasn't And if it? you haven't seen the Those Two Jerks Twitter account, at Those Two Jerks, Rick retweeted a fan-made poster for the ridiculous fan remake of Last Jedi that they're trying to push that we talked about last week. And the poster is basically Luke, huge in the foreground, old man Luke, muscular as hell, waving around his <laughs> lightsaber. Yeah. And like in the background, you have Rey baking in the kitchen and Kylo Ren <laughs> looks like a He-Man villain. Like just the most ridiculous, stupid crap, fanboy jerk-off material. And that is what the people who hate The Last Jedi wanted this movie to be. It's like they I, refused I, to believe that the Star Wars universe, I mean, universe, right? Like, right. that's yeah. big, you know, near infinite. They, they refused to believe that it expands beyond one family. Right. 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 They're not... Well, why is that? Like the and the people who are upset that like oh well Ray's parents aren't you know related to uh, that Obi -Wan was so good 
and that it was so a, good. Well, a it was a cool reveal. It it upset yeah. me at the time because I was expecting more, but it makes some sense. And B that doesn't mean the story's not over. There's one more movie. He could have been lying to her. We do not know. We truly well, don't we, know. That's true. And they do. And we do know for for a fact that you can get into somebody's head. I mean, just about everything about this particular part of the series has been people crawling inside mm -hmm. other people's heads. So who's to say that really is the case? And even if it is, doesn't that make her even better that she's just a random force sensitive person yeah. who is just trying to get by in the universe and happens to be this powerful? Well, Why is that so bad? If you go back and look at the prequels when there were thousands of Jedi Knights, they're not all Skywalkers. Right. Like there's They're not all Kenobis. Like they're they're from all over. They come in all shapes and sizes. Like it, I don't know why it's so unbelievable now that there could be other force sensitive people that are not, you know, related to people from the original trilogy. God forbid. I don't get it. I don't either. I don't either. I agree with you, Rick. It's it's I, I have yet to rewatch it since I saw it in the theater, but the further away from it that I get, the more I like it for a lot of different reasons. I mean, I have my little nitpicky problems with it. Like, I don't like the whole Poe Dameron prank call thing. Like, it seems out of character for the Star Wars universe to me. That that's, said, it's really funny. Thing, yeah. Like, that said, it's good. I mean, it's, it's well done, but it just felt out of character. Um, and the yeah, same with the there are some things thing that he the did. The, he, you're right, Chris. You're right. But it was a little and like that sort of like modern type of humor. Right. And I that felt feels out of place for me. But that's a nitpicky thing. Like it doesn't ruin the whole movie for me at all. Um, and I felt the same way about there were a couple of things that Luke does early on, like after the whole toss the lightsaber thing. And in that that whole section of the movie where I was like. Am I watching the Mel Brooks version of this or am I watching the actual movie? I, see, but I actually liked all of the slapstick. But, and I it liked was, it. I, yeah, you're, and it didn't, like I said, it didn't ruin the movie. And I, I liked it because it was so different and it was so not what I expected and from a Star true. Wars movie. That's really true. Um, and that is part of the reason they hired somebody like Ryan Johnson. He is not your typical, like if you watch his work, he is not, he never does what you expect. I'm good with that. I really am. I don't, I don't ever want to be in a situation where I look at this movie and go, no, it didn't make me feel good in my pants. Ergo, terrible. <laughs> so, okay. So the other big nitpick people have with it is Leia. And the force power protect like oh, that was surviving so being sucked out into space and then she like flies back in. Now people are like, so what, the force can like help you breathe in space now? No, she wasn't breathing. It right. took everything she had. It was right. everything she had. I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly, but there are people who bitch about that. It was weird. I will I'm I'm one of the people I don't I don't think it ruined the movie by any means, but I thought it was strange. Like, because yeah, we hadn't it's not seen something it. we've really seen before, but I mean, maybe in the 30 years of her living with, you know, Jedi's, she picked up a trick or two. It, so let me get really into the nerd stuff here. Right, okay, guys, are you ready for this? Um, <clears throat> at one point, Chi Chi throws a Kamehameha wave, even though she shouldn't have. So there we go. Who? What? Goku's wife, and then there's Pan, who oh. actually ends up becoming. A... Uh, are you talking about Dragon Ball? Yeah, 
from Dragon Ball Z. Well, but here, that's, but right. my point is, my point here, is, is okay. that if you live with somebody thing. long enough, it's not just that. Leia is the daughter of Darth Vader oh. and the twin sister of Luke Skywalker. Of course, she's force sensitive. So obviously, she picked up a couple. Like she learned something, but that's it. Like that whole scene, I thought was really cool. I didn't know what to expect. So when she gets sucked out into space, I was like, oh, and that's that's the end of Leia. Right, uh, and, that's and what I thought. It happens. It happens in such a poignant moment too, with her yeah. son deciding one way: that, Do I end my mother's life? Do I not? And and then you're like, all right, there's just more than there's just more than him making these decisions. <laughs> um, but I thought that was it. And then when she, you know, you see you see her wake up, and then she reaches out, and you're like, no way! And she she absolutely can do that. Oh, why do people hate this movie? I don't get it, man. I just don't. It's because they're clinging to their childhood memories from 1977. That's why. That's all it is. It's, it's, I don't want the thing I like to change ever. And Star Wars fandom is just getting worse. Um, in fact, there's one high profile director who now says he's not doing a Star Wars movie. Or a comic Fuck book it, I'm movie. Out. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, so not that he'd been asked yet. There were some rumors. Uh, we're talking about Christopher McQuarrie, who uh, first became super famous as a writer. He wrote The Usual Suspects, um, among other movies. He wrote Edge of Tomorrow, which is the um, Tom Cruise movie where he keeps repeating uh, time over and over again that, from a few years back. That was a big hit. And then he's directed... Uh, the first Jack Reacher movie and uh, the last Mission Impossible, uh, the last two Mission Impossible movies. Um, his name has sort of been like spoken about with maybe doing a, the next Superman film, but it's nothing confirmed. But <laughs> he, he got into it with some fans on Twitter um, because he put up a photo of Rod Serling and talked about Serling putting, you know, socially conscious messages into science fiction and of course, the fans started with SJW nonsense. Social justice warrior should be banned from all fiction. <laughs> and so, Christopher McQuarrie and Ryan Johnson, who loves to troll fans, <laughs> um, got into it. And basically, McQuarrie said, "After five minutes of this, I don't know why Ryan Johnson is still on Twitter." I would have loved to make a Star Wars film someday. Now I'm cured. <laughs> and that reminds me, um, uh, the character Rose. Oh yeah, um, people bitching about a, her a, too. It, it was Amy. It was Kelly, Amy Tran. Kelly Marie Tran. I don't know where I get Amy from. I'm sorry. Um, Kelly Marie Tran. I, um, I the only part of the movie I didn't like was her um, saving Finn. That was yeah. it, and the re and the reason the reason was is we just saw somebody make a very similar ultimate sacrifice for the benefit of everyone, and that was basically heralded as a very good thing. So I didn't understand yeah, why. It's sort of, right. Like I was well, just like, oh well, okay. The, the thought was that he okay. So I oh no, I I get it. I I no no I I get it. I just was I was a little taken aback. I was just sort of like, oh um. Well, okay then. Like yeah. that that was it, it seemed a little awkward. But uh, again, that's that's nitpicky at best. Right. And um, I I'm with you to an extent and the more I think about it, I I go back and forth on it, but but what I think they were getting at was 
Finn was always about taking the easy way out, like running. Then he decides not to run, but he's still taking the easy way out by killing himself. By killing himself. And, and so things. it was kind of like, no, you need to learn that you have to deal with the consequences of whatever it is. When will you learn? Doing. Well, and Your plus, like, he's, he's dying. <laughs> they were going to, like, lose, right? Like, right. Like, they wouldn't, whether he died or not, they really would Right, it have wouldn't have solved survived. anything. Yeah, so he was, that, that's sort of my thing about it. But, but I can um, understand where it would feel, it feels awkward in the moment, too, because you feel like Finn has completed a character arc. Yeah. By sacrificing himself, and, and I felt that way, too, and then when I thought about it a lot more, I was kind of like, all right, this sets up more growth for Finn, even, um than just, you know, basically learning not to run. Now it's not just learning not to run, but also uh, sticking around to deal with the hard stuff. Well, that was my only, like, the rest of her character I thought was perfectly fine and reasonable. I, I don't understand why why people are upset with that no. person, that character. I, well, they, I they didn't no like the section in the gambling thing with the whole, they call it social justice warrior plot line of freeing those animals and... Uh, the rich she was, people. She was and... getting back at the people who made her life miserable. Right, right. Like, I get it. I get it. But there are a lot of people that are just really upset about it. Oh, man. Must be tough. Must yeah. be tough that that's the only thing getting you to and from work every day. <laughs> Is your anger about Star Wars? Man, that's that's got to be rough, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that was the best, worst thing to ever happen to you. My bad. Anyway. Anyway. Let's move on. Uh, speaking of Lucasfilm stuff, we've got uh, some Indiana Jones 5 news. Uh, They're still doing that? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> um, we've got a new writer, Jonathan Kasdan, who uh, co-wrote Solo with his dad, Larry Lawrence Ooh. Kasdan. Uh, Ooh, hard miss. Is now working on <laughs> uh, a new draft of Indy 5, which means he's replacing David Coop, who's written, who wrote a draft of it and was... Is Spiel one of Spielberg's go-to writers. Um, now, because of this, they're pushing the shooting of the movie back from April of next year to several months after that, or maybe a whole year. So Harrison Ford is going to be almost 80 when they shoot Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> they better film that quick, man. <laughs> <laughs> Like is Indy, is Indy gonna fade away like Thanos snapped his fingers halfway through the movie? They're gonna get Mark Hamill to just reprise him. Yeah, why not? Somebody wants to see him fight, right? Let's see. Harrison Ford is gonna be seventy six next week. So if they shoot this movie, they're not gonna shoot it next year now. So that's seventy. So he'll be almost seventy eight when they begin shooting in two thousand twenty. Oh boy, Ooh, doggy! I mean, how long does it usually take to film a, a, a about about a, a six big, months? Big... Six months. Well, six months right. of shooting, I mean, and then you know another six months of post. But six months for I mean, he doesn't need to be around for the for the premiere, man. Yeah, I think. Why let this die? Like let this die. Wait a few years, then just reboot the fucking thing. Like Harrison Ford, let this die. <laughs> no, not him. Indiana Jones. No. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> just, just I mean, let's like, just leave it alone. Are the nostalgia buttons? Are they? Are they? 
just yeah, let it let it go. I don't I don't think it's even that. I think it's obviously Disney is going to try and make money off of this at some point. It's the other crown jewel of Lucasfilm that they bought. Um, so of course, at some point they're going to do something with Indiana Jones and because fans are what they are and Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones, uh, they figure, well, if we, the first one we have to do is got to have him in it. So, and then we got to set up whatever we're going to do after. Gotta can't not must. Yeah. Must because otherwise, you know, people are going to raise money to remake Indy five. (laughs) <laughs> 15 million perhaps pledged yeah. not raised pledged pledged yeah. pledged. pledged 140 million pledged so ridiculous so what's the what's the jump the shark moment going to be in indy 5 here right we had we you had can't Shia jump LaBeouf. it twice you already jumped the shark <laughs> this in is true yeah. what you can't you're gonna you're gonna jump it again you're gonna keep jumping it just just popping wheelies left and right <laughs> i mean like it was one thing to see the the whole nuke the fridge thing, right? But then it's another thing to see Shia LaBeouf swinging through the jungles on vines <laughs> with a troop of monkeys. <laughs> like, how do they top that at this point? They like, don't. They, you can't. You can't. I don't know if you can get much worse than that. Like, this is... Or fighting, what was it, giant ants or whatever it was? <laughs> was that now, the, that's frightening. That is truly frightening. I'm allergic to ants. That's frightening. <laughs> Wow, it's I don't know, man. That's I mean, it is Disney, so hopefully they do it right. You know, they very rarely they rarely f up. Uh, I I don't know, man. It, it's Disney, and it's it's not Disney at the same time. And well, I mean, it's Disney. It's Disney. <laughs> it's Disney. It's Disney. It's Disney. Disney has proven now that they're not afraid to take directors off Lucasfilm properties if they. If they don't fit with the Disney vision. <sighs> All right, let's Why? move on to one final geeky thing that uh, oh is, is sure to raise some fire. And that is we've learned some more about DC Entertainment's new streaming service, DC Universe. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we learned this week that DC Universe will not only have these classic DC movies and television shows as we expected, but also, of course, the original programming that we told you about a while back. And now it's also going to offer DC Comics, uh, actual digital comic books, plus a fan community forum and the DC Encyclopedia and a merchandise store. Everything Uh, all in one place, all through the streaming service. A streaming store? Yeah, so like, sure. well, it's it's an app. Like, it's an app. Like, like you go a, into yeah. the you oh, go into true. the okay, Netflix app and there's you can look at movies and TV, you can read digital comics, there's a forum, there's a store, um, and the DC encyclopedia. Now, I will say this is probably going to fail spectacularly. However, <laughs> there are a couple of aspects of this that I think are kind of cool. Uh part one of the things is incorporating the comics into it yeah that's very cool the other is the dc encyclopedia there's a feature do you guys have either of you guys have amazon prime yes okay so amazon owns imdb now the internet movie database i did not know that and if you're in the middle of watching something on amazon prime oh and you hit pause 
it will show you, it'll give you links to the IMDb pages of every actor who is in that particular scene that's on your screen yeah. at that time. Okay, I have noticed that. Actually. So, like, if you're like, uh, who is that guy? Where have I seen him? You can pause it, and it'll show you who that guy is. And then you can click on his face and go to his IMDb and look up where you've seen him before and go right back to the movie. Um, huh. If DC does something like that with the DC Encyclopedia during its movies and television shows and the comics for that matter, the digital comics, that could be really awesome because if you're watching, say uh, Batman versus Superman and you find uh, one of the million Easter eggs, you can pause it and it'll give you a link, let's say to the DC encyclopedia entry for what the fuck they're talking about. (laughs) And the movie, the movie will still suck, but at least you'll know what's happening. Hmm. So that's predicated on two things, right? Number one, DC, who has a spectacular track record of never doing the right thing. (laughs) (laughs) It requires they do the right thing. And B, it's... Look at what you just did here. You're comparing (laughs) Amazon, right? Yeah, which is easily at this point, you know, it'll it'll be they're just going to change the name of Earth to Amazon or Disney. <laughs> or something. You're hoping that that DC has the foresight and the ability to to integrate that well, where they yeah. can't even get their fucking comics to match their TV shows to match their movies, right? And that's um, fair. That's it's asking a lot for a smaller company than Amazon to pull something off like that. And for DC, it's be, asking even more. That would that would definitely tickle every like nerd bone in our bodies, though, right? Because like, especially if you're a DC fan more so than a, a Marvel fan, like you're into the the continuity, and because they they've they embrace that a lot more than than Marvel fans do, I feel. Um, so that would be cool if it's executed well. Um, but yeah, you know, that that, and I also think it's a good way. It, it, more opportunities for people to get comics in their hands, the better, in well, my that's opinion. That's the other Just, thing. If it's got a link during, a, if you're watching a movie and there's a link to the digital comic that's being referenced or the storyline that they that inspired that movie, uh, and you hit pause and you can you know branch out to that. That's really awesome way to get people immediately into comics when they're appetite for it is at its highest because they've just watched a comic book thing. The problem so that is be, yeah. you're not get the people who are going to sign up for this are already your fans. You're preaching to the That's choir. The, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so who I know many people who currently watch all the, well, they're not on Netflix though, aren't they? Like arrow and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know how much longer they're going to be. Right, so I, I know uh, many people, actually, like all the guys at work, they watch like Arrow and Black Lightning and what is the other one? The, the fucking... Legends of Tomorrow and Flash. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. And Supergirl. Which I've, I've heard is very, very good. Um, they watch those and they like them a lot, but they, they've not read a comic book for the life of them. You know, like they, right, it's, right. They're not interested in whatever the case is. So me being the sort of like resident comic nerd, they're constantly coming to me for like, oh, what's this about? What's this about? You know, what does this guy do? Why is he important? That sort of thing. Um, 
I'm not. Maybe they would subscribe to this if it was an opportunity for them to watch those shows. I mean, it's sort of like the whole thing we talked about, like cross promo before, right? Like the guy who's going to buy the action figure, like the two pack Marvel Legends action figure of, you know, fucking War Machine and Iron Man with the first appearance of War Machine comic in the back, you know, which is cool that I think like that guy's already reading comics. Right. So like that first appearance doesn't matter to him. Like it's not groundbreaking. It's not going to get him, you know, which was, I, I, which I'll always kind of go back to this Walmart thing now, which apparently they just hit the shelves, which I'm going to go seek them out actually. But then again, that doesn't help my cause at all. Cause I'm already a comic reader. Um, more broad distribution of comics that gets it in the hands of people who aren't comic readers, the better also. So, I mean, how much did, have they said how much this is going to cost? They haven't said what the price point's going to be. And that's going to be a key factor. Obviously they're going to offer, I mean, I'm sure they will offer some sort of free trial. Most of the streaming services do in some way. Uh, they'll get some new people that way. Um, I, as even a big DC fan, I'm not paying more than what did we establish on the show, Rick? Uh, what was it three or four bucks a month for this? Yeah, we, we, we didn't, we didn't get give... all that you guys are willing to pay for it. That's it. Look, man, I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> soaked for, you know, 12 bucks for Netflix. I'm getting soaked for seven ninety nine for CBS to watch Star Trek. Like, uh, how, I, you know, there's only so much. <laughs> Also, it's not like they're providing a great amount of product here. So, you know, well, that's the thing. Like oh, Netflix I... is much more worth it to me because there's so much more on there. True. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, whatever. Um, my opinion on all of this is that's really good. And 2012 is an excellent time to launch this service. <laughs> well, of course, but they would have been way ahead of everyone. Well, there, the technology did not fine, exist. Fine. How about 2016? Yeah. How about yeah. with Justice League? How about with Justice League? Yep. <laughs> yep. If they, if it's well executed, like, for example, right now, I can tell you. Oh, you could stop right there. You said if. Yeah, if. <laughs> right, like, even, what is that? Marvel has the Marvel Unlimited app. Right. Which, but that's um, just comics. It's just comics, right? And that's, I think it's like $10 a month. I'm not, I'm not even sure, to be honest. I, I was gifted a, a year subscription to it. Um, I scroll through it ever so often. I'd rather there's something about reading paper, in my opinion. It's just I enjoy reading comics that way. It's just my sort of ritual. Um, if, I'm, if I'm paying, let's say, $10 a month and I'm afforded more than just digital comics, but also the the Teen Titans show, which or Young Justice, excuse me, which is awesome, along with all the other... Yeah, the live action Titans show and the Doom Patrol show and Swamp Thing and yeah, all this. You know, a lot of other things. To me, ten bucks might be worth it. You know, like it. Nope. Especially to to have a a, assuming they digitize their entire history of of comic, like the entire library. I'm not sure how long that takes. We don't know how far back it's going to go, but it's it's not going to be worth it for one reason and one reason only. Honestly, this is not me being an asshole. This is just simply what's happening. You don't have that much time. You just don't. This is true. You're, no, you're not no. gonna. You're not gonna be able to watch all these shows, read all of these comics. I barely have enough time to do that without an app that allows me to do literally everything on God's creation, like DC wants it to be. So, 
you're I mean, you're going to get a lot of people who buy into this because it seems like a pretty good deal. But after like a week, you're going to realize you're not using 60 percent. This is why I I don't know about anybody else. I can't speak for anybody else. I've been learning as I get older. I'm not supposed to. But this is why I gave up cable. I didn't really feel like paying $80 a month for watching two channels. So, but I think there's something to $10 a month, man. Like, okay, but there's a reason why Planet Fitness is still in business. So, $10 a month to Planet Fitness, $10 a month to Netflix, $10 a month to DC. But people don't notice shit like that. Like, who's canceled other streaming services and this, that, and the other? I I don't know anybody. Millennials and on? Canceled more than I mean, nobody can afford this shit. Nobody can afford to spend eighty dollars a month. But people are spending it on like. I I think it's people. Who are the people that you're referencing? Are you just assuming, or do you actually know? I know, for example, right now, uh, three guys at work who are all cord cutters, who subscribe to Hulu, Netflix, have Amazon Prime pay for some fucking football thing i think it is but that might be with with whatever the hell they get their internet through but they pay for like four or five multiple things in addition to mind you also literally using my reference paying ten dollars a month for a planet fitness membership that they just might use but don't i think i I don't I think that is definitely not the rule. I think that is certainly the exception. I just, I don't buy it. It's to me, it's like there's something to the the magic number of like digital downloads. We sort of all like a song. Like there's something magical about that like 99 cent price point, right? Not to me. I stopped doing that shit too. But we're also like 35, right? Like we're we're reasonable people at this point. There's a very young generation that. I mean, there's a reason why fucking Candy Crush still makes, you know, however much money because people aren't don't bat an eyelash when they when they see like a dollar microtransaction. I, I don't know. I think people are pretty like pissed the, off at microtransactions. The, the too, seven to not ten dollar price point of, of a monthly subscription. I think people don't care, man. Mm, and I maybe. think they'll subscribe for it and not cancel it. You're that is. A good chunk of a lot of streaming services customer base i'm sure but it's people are going to have to decide and it's it's not just with dc in the next couple of years there's going to be the disney streaming service that'll have marvel and lucasfilm and now all this fox stuff now that the fox deal got approved um people are going to have to decide and they're going to have to make some tough calls probably about which services they decide to use do you think it'll come full circle and just go back to fucking cable no uh, not anytime <laughs> soon not anytime soon it might down the road when the the tv providers you know the satellite and the cable providers just well, figure out say that, you know what god i wish i could just pay one price and get basically everything and then that, uh, it's never ha- that's never up. that's never happened we've never been able to a la carte purchase which well, is the only Chris answer. Chris isn't saying a la carte. He's saying get basically everything, which is what people basically get Basically everything for one price right. again. And that's, like, just like with cable growing up, you know? Like, it maybe It may the, go the, back is, that way. Is the subscription bubble going to burst? But I think what you're going to end up seeing is you're going to end up seeing uh, more tiered pricing and packaged pricing for traditional 
TV providers. You're going to see, okay, if you only want your broadcast networks and like, if you want the basic package, it's this. And then if you want this group of channels, that's, they're all similar. They're a bunch of sports channels or it's your, you know, your, what used to be music channels, MTV, VH1, all that stuff, or that kind of thing. Okay, it's a little, it's this much extra, a little bit. The problem is you have to wait for all of those contracts that the traditional providers have with these channels to run out and be renegotiated before any of that ever happens. So you're talking about a decade from now. So the streaming thing's going to last for at least that much longer before everything sort of equalizes. But the streaming, the streaming services are going to wind up eating each other because they're, yeah, it's going to be, it's so fragmented and it's going to become so fragmented that they're all going to lose a piece of the pie. And like Hulu, for example, a lot of the networks own a piece of Hulu. So like NBC owns a piece of Hulu. Uh, Disney now owns, is now the majority <laughs> Uh, or not the majority, but they are now the, um, they have more stock in Hulu than anybody because they not only have their own share, but they're buying Fox's share of Hulu. So now they own like 40 some percent of Hulu. So Disney owns part of Hulu, but when they launch their streaming service, they're going to take money out of their own pocket because there are people, and I don't know how many, but there are going to be some who are going to cancel Hulu because they want the Disney service and they can't afford both. So that, things like that are going to happen where they're going to start getting cannibalized. DC, if DC leaves its shows, its TV shows on Netflix, by putting them on their own service, there are going to be some people, a small number, who are going to cancel Netflix because, and just get DC because the stuff they want is, or more of the stuff they want is there. So then eventually, what does that mean? So Netflix's numbers for those shows drop enough, then they don't want to license them anymore. So now DC's killing that revenue stream for themselves by launching their own service. CBS is running into that. CBS has the start. CBS owns the, all of the Star Trek television shows. Well, those shows are on Netflix. They're on Amazon Prime. And they're on CBS All Access, which is a fee every month for a lot less content than Netflix and Amazon Prime. So they're going to, the, these companies by doing this, because these companies now, these media companies are so big and have their fingers in so many pies, they're going to start just basically moving money from one pocket to the other and not adding any. So it's the, the it'll all equalize, but that's going to take years. And I'm sure we'll have a lot more shitty streaming services launch in the meantime. <laughs> Like different forms of cryptocurrency. <laughs> I guess you could look at it that way. Yeah. Yes, yeah, <laughs> bubbles that have bursted. Um, uh, it's like all the social networks that were around, and now we're down to like what five? Five. Is there, I don't know. I don't even know yeah, if it's that many. It's you know Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Pinterest. Pinterest. What are you a fifty-year-old woman? People use um, it. Do they still? I, I, yeah. I, I, I honestly don't. Yeah, people use it. People use it. They're, we are not their audience. Right. No. <laughs> we are not their audience. All right, guys, let's move on to the third segment here. 
And Chris, my question is going to go to you first this week. What is pissing you off? I think we kind of touched upon it earlier, but the people who choose and it's we're in a very unique sort of like calendar this this year. Right. Um, in that the 4th of July falls on a Wednesday. So it's like literally the middle of the week. And the, the question actually it came up a lot at work this week was, hey, guys, when are you guys going to celebrate the 4th of July? My my immediate reaction is Americans just being a, as excessive as we are, we're going to find a way to celebrate it on the Saturday preceding the week of, which included the 4th of July, which is tomorrow, and the weekend proceeding. And that's exactly what's happening. So for the past four nights now, since last Saturday, I've been hearing fucking fireworks basically from 8.45, ranging all the way until 11.30, when I'm trying to go to bed. I'm trying to keep my kid, my 10-month-old baby asleep, and I have to be up at fucking 4.30 in the morning. Um, that coupled with the fact that now that I think I'm older and more aware of the people who are in this world, uh, evidently this is a big thing for veterans. You know, In fact, I heard about something on NPR and uh, there are companies who are, you know, I haven't seen any myself, but they're um, charities who are, are distributing signs you can see, you can plant in your lawn saying, hey, just try, you know, a, a veteran of a war lives here. Try to be sensitive about fireworks, please. You know, like, we we shouldn't have to do that. You know, my, my boss's dog fucking ran away. The other, I mean, I think this happens with all pets, or a lot of pets. Fucking lost his mind and ran away the other night because some jackass next door to him decided, oh, I'm going to fucking fire off fireworks on a Monday night. Yep. Like, this, this shouldn't happen. Yep, like, you probably heard my dog freaking out because there's been fireworks going off here tonight. It's, it's just ridiculous, but that that's that's definitely what's pissing me off. And and yeah, I'm I'm getting a little bit too get off my lawn here, but it's come on, man. Like yeah, it's it's cool to have a good time and it's good to celebrate our our country's independence, but let's let's be reasonable about it, man. Okay, I can get on board with that one, Rick. What's pissing you off? Well, there's a lot of things, but the <laughs> primary thing that really pissed me off this week, more than anything else, was close shoppers. A what? <laughs> okay. Explain, so, please. I'm, uh, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I'm mad. I've been mad at myself because I lost so much weight, and now my clothes aren't fitting again, and I got to go buy new clothes which is something I hate doing because spending money on anything seems like a terrible proposition, especially if it's clothing where I'm not hundred percent on what I'm actually getting. And now I'm really like, I'm really self-conscious about my clothing because I've been watching too much queer eye and I can't just buy shit anymore. I got to look good. And, there, yeah, there, a lot. there are much better shows on Netflix, Rick. Not about dressing, right? Oh God. Okay. Go ahead. Anyway. So I needed some new button downs because the ones I had are just too goddamn big. And uh, I went to the store to, to find some new clothes. And uh, I, I went specifically to Goodwill, which is always my first stop. If 
I can't find anything there, I'll go to a real clothing store. But I like to go good Goodwill, and I'll look through every piece of clothing that's there. I'll look for a good label, and then I'll look and see if the pattern's right, and then I'll see if it fits. That order. Because if I could find a brand new polo shirt for $2 that somebody never wore, I'd rather just pay $2 than 50 Sorry, I'm weird that way. While I'm looking through the rack, I turn the corner, and there's nobody on on my side. So... You know, I'm, I'm just going through. No, 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 no. I get to the XLs. I'm like, okay, where I'm where I need to be. No, 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 no. And then this person is on the other end of the rack and they see me and we just sort of like nod at each other and I'm going and they're, they're moving towards me and I'm moving towards them. And I'm just, I keep looking and they're not getting out of the way. Like they're coming this way, like a train. And you know, if a Sussman travels east at 60 miles an hour in the Goodwill, and Jabron number four travels west at 45 miles an hour in the Goodwill, how long will it take for us to get to a point where I'm mad at them because they won't let me see if the goddamn polo that they're holding is something I want? Turns out it's about three seconds. All I wanted to do was just look at these goddamn shirts in peace, and I got some dude doing the, oh, excuse me, oh, and he's sliding inside of me. He's taking the inside rack on me, so I have to bounce off of my entire rack, go all the way to the other side, a foot in either direction, and let him pass through and start looking at the stuff that I've already put my grubby paws on. What this guy was thinking, he almost got killed. I, I was so mad at him. <laughs> you can't go around. You can't start at the other end. You can't go around me specifically. You got to go through me and you got to keep going where I was. And you're going to do all of this and somehow I'm the asshole? No. No, you. You are the asshole, sir. I say to you, no. I will go so far and no further. So I, I had to stand my ground after he left and I huffed and went back to looking at my things. <laughs> Made me mad, Tom. It's a rough life, Rick. You pissed me off, Tom. You pissed me off, Tom. Yes. What's pissing you off? Store redesigns. <sighs> I don't like change. Well, here, here's the problem. <laughs> Okay, so two of the stores I go to very regularly in my neighborhood, Publix and Target near me, have both recently remodeled their stores. Oh, God, no. So not only was I dealing with, you know, the store being ripped apart for several months, which is fine, that's part of it, but now, especially Publix, where I go to, you know, buy food to live, uh, <laughs> the fucking aisles aren't labeled like they used to, and nothing is where it used to be. So now... The bread used to be by the chips and the water, and now the bread is by the milk, which is completely on the other side of the store. And the baby stuff used to be by the cookies, and now the baby stuff is by, like, the paper towels. It makes no goddamn sense. And now it takes me three times as long to shop there. I don't need your little coffee bar and your... Your to-go salad bar and like your hot wells of soup. Like, why do we need all that shit? Like, just put leave the groceries where they were, where I knew where they were, and and just let me get my cereal in peace. Okay, that's it. I don't care if you redecorate and put in new shelves. That's fine, but just leave the shit where it was. <laughs> I mean. Aren't you like able to, you know, figure that out after like the second or third trip through? Though? It's I've been there half a dozen times. I still can't get it. 
That that might be a you issue. I'm still getting lost. I'm still no. It's because the the way they okay like the aisle. Okay, you look at the aisle numbers hanging from the ceiling, and it says you know we have, uh-huh. this aisle has oil and condiments and spices and whatever, right? Well, the the nomenclature they use on those signs is different now. So what they use to label the aisles is not the same. So now they don't list baby stuff necessarily on the aisle. They list a whole bunch of other shit and the baby stuff happens to be there. Whereas yeah, I mean, like, before they used to have it on the sign. So that it was easy to find. But wouldn't you, like, wouldn't you like figure it out after like the second? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm going to send you through a brand new store with a, Two and a half Ooh. year old who is Ooh. trying to knock everything off every shelf you pass by, uh, and yeah, you okay. try and find your way. Well, well, you know that is that is uh, an issue I have not had to deal with. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's do okay. that. Let's do that. He, he's grabbing everything hanging. You're yeah. trying to look at your shopping list on your phone and find your way at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could piss you off. Yeah. Okay, just a little bit. Okay, a little bit. All right. Well, still think that's. Yeah, more. What? What? So, okay, wait. So, people standing too close to you is not a you thing. They could have gone around. Uh huh. I could. Yeah. I could have. Yeah. Here I we could are. have. Here we are, I, sir. My my gripes are reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> my irrationality is more rational than your irrationality. It's, it's far more simplistic. Chris was upset about people firing off fireworks. We are always mad about that. Chris, Chris you... wins this week. Chris wins this week because he has the reasonable thing pissing him off. Oh, I, I think people getting in front of you is ironically about two years ago. I'd have been like, guys, come on, the <laughs> just let it go, you know. But this year, man, the oh, year that, changed. That, that's a beautiful segue, Chris. What did you learn this week? <laughs> I've learned. Hmm, interesting. I've, I've, I've learned that I've changed considerably over the past year. <laughs> that I may have become a crankier old man. I used to just be an asshole. Now what I'm is, an old What is so different? Asshole. What is so different from this year versus last year, I wonder? <laughs> Things. <laughs> a thing. So, several uh, thousand hours of lost sleep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and, and dollars. No, also. Um, that that is a sunk cost, sir, because that <laughs> coming back. Eh, it pays um, off in other ways. I, I yes, I, somebody's got to take care of me when I'm in that fucking wheelchair oh, later oh, on, right? Because I won't give up this goddamn jujitsu. Um, <laughs> I've I've discovered, actually, I've learned this week that I may have an online shopping problem. Oh, you just and now I, figuring this out? I think it's it's become apparent when. Not to mention your online gambling issues that even I saw at Tom's kid's first birthday, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, that was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of things that haven't paid off, um, it, it definitely came to light this week when I, I'm driving home and there's a, a 45 pound, seven foot long steel or cast iron axle bar laying straight up and down in my fucking Kia soul. And I, and I, you know, I, I'm, I'm driving in 408 traffic and, and, you know, it's very, very stop and go is, is just 
things are in Orlando now that traffic is hell. Um, well, traffic's always kind of been hell in Orlando, but and and this, and this fucking solid piece of metal just comes slamming into my center console because you know I have to slam my brakes and it's not really well secured down. And I just look over at this fucking bar sitting in between the my seat and the passenger seat, which you know. Two days prior when I actually ordered online, I was like, man, this thing's going to be awesome. I'm just looking at it going, the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, why? I, I literally have a full gym of equipment. What? I, I'm, I'm 36 years old at this point. W- what, is, what is this going to contribute to my overall health and well-being? Because it might help my grip for jiu-jitsu a little bit. It, it, so either way, um, I had to reevaluate my my online purchasing habits this week <laughs> as uh, as I was taking an armor all wipe to that major scuff and dent in my <laughs> fucking center console. But so, yeah, that, that that's what I learned. Rick, what did you learn this week? Or, or actually, you know what? Let's switch it up. Tom. Ooh. This week. Uh, let's see. What did I learn this week? <laughs> very little <laughs> yeah my life is like an episode of it's always sunny in Philadelphia I guess no one learns anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm gonna pass go to Rick come back to me <laughs> Rick what did you learn this week oh god um I had something I had something oh, for Jesus. this I'm pretty sure I knew what I was gonna go for here did you lose? Oh, it? I, I, I learned. Uh, I learned that I don't. Um, okay, I learned that I don't like waiting ninety minutes for a show to start. <laughs> huh? I went to uh, I went to the New Japan Pro Wrestling show last uh, weekend in Daytona. I learned that the drive to Daytona by yourself is actually not that big a deal. It's about forty five minutes. It's fine. It was enough time for me to have two full conversations with my, the voices inside my head, and we all agreed to get uh, some sort of egg salad sandwich when we stopped and that was that was nice um some sort of egg salad sandwich are there well whatever varieties? was available i mean listen when, yeah when was it like an ostrich egg sandwich or like oh man that'd, that'd be cool but no I, I we get to the event and i meet up with the people that i'm meeting up with and it's very cool and yeah whatever but they they took they took so long to get started it, it was supposed to start at 8 30 and the first match didn't play take place until like 10 and they still had like an intermission halfway through i didn't get out of there until midnight 07 and it was oh so God. frustrating Were you awake? I, had to drive home. I, I had to get like two energy drinks and a, and a uh <laughs> to make oh, it, it was, past 12 you needed two oh energy my drinks. god dude i had to get home i was home by 1 30 when was the last time you saw 1 30 tom yesterday oh Right. You have weird hours. Um, but no, it was, I, I just, I don't, I, I'll say this. Um, you, uh, so the, the consensus top five wrestlers in the world, two of them were in the main event of this show. Okay. Mm-hmm. I kind of considered leaving at 11. <laughs> You're so old. Thank you. Thank you. Tom. Yes. Did you figure out what it is you learned this week? Outside I did of... actually. I learned it, oh, okay. and I learned it just at the beginning of the show. Actually, mm-hmm. I learned there is in fact a limit that my allegiance to a particular team will have, 
and the fact that I earlier renounced my Buccaneers uh, was a shock to me. I didn't even notice it coming out of my mouth. And now that I think about it, I'm like, wow, you did that. I mean, I've watched them during every terrible season they've had for the last 16 years. But yeah, I think I'm done for a while, at least. Fair enough, man. I mean, personal growth is all around this week. That's right. Rick, <laughs> if people want to experience, well, uh, let's call it uh, personal immaturity, how can they find us on Twitter? Oh, well, you can find uh, us on Twitter by tweeting at those two jerks. Please make sure you spell it T-W-O. And then you can watch as people make fun of me to my face. And in the guise of it might actually be Tom, but normally it's, it's not, just... It, it wasn't me this week. <laughs> so so you can come on twitter and basically call me a motherfucker to my face and there's not a whole lot i can do about it except just sit there at work and be like i didn't even do anything this time it's god start, damn it's starting to get contentious <laughs> it's starting to, like, they're, starting to, they're starting to treat you like ryan johnson it's not good <laughs> like, I, what did i do i don't even week? know i really don't know and i get i get messages like he's not responding to my trolling i'm like well <laughs> He doesn't have to. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's only so much. Like, like, you know, if I'm trying to engage and be funny with you and your response is eat a dick, then I'm just going to be like, all right, well, right. shit. Stop knocking on that door. <laughs> like, like there's, there's some kind of back and forth, and then there's your mother fucks ghosts in hell. And I'm just like, all right, well, <laughs> I was going to ask you how you felt about the Bucks this year, but yeah. I guess never mind. Yeah, My mother fucks ghosts in hell. So. <laughs> Like this, you know, the, the term this escalated quickly really started applying to Twitter this week. Yeah, it did. There was some aggression there. There was a lot more, more than I felt was warranted for the situation given. Sorry that the fucking Phillies are terrible and the 76ers going nowhere. It's not my fault. Jesus. Was that it or was it your review of Solo? You've been getting beaten for both. I, it doesn't matter. My review of Solo was right. I don't care what anybody says. That movie was shot in the dark and everybody knows it. And if you disagree with me, I'm sorry. That's just what happened. Wow. God damn. If you'd like to take part in a slightly less contentious world where people are actually joyous when something is posted, rare though it may be these days, Tom, how can they get a hold of us on Facebook? Facebook.com slash those two jerks. Make sure you spell out the word two, T-W-O. Click like on the page while you're there so you get all of our updates right in your news feed. Chris, if they want to email us, how do they do it? Those two jerks at gmail.com spell out T-W-O. And don't forget to uh, wear those two jerks t-shirts <laughs> while you're doing all that stuff, right? Oh, that's right. That reminds me. You can that buy those me. at all Zelensky Auto Parts throughout North America. <laughs> 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 They're uh, hanging right it, it, next to the brake pads from Callahan Auto. Uh, even though we never took him up on his offer to be on the show to explain soccer to us, evidently Randy was very close to buying a T-shirt. What so is this very close? That. That's I almost, I almost got a job there kind of thing. Like, no, <laughs> no. I nearly won that Super Bowl if I was ever drafted. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'd have, I have three rings now if, if I'd ever played college football at all and gotten drafted i that's stupid anyway if you want to buy a shirt or a logo anything a sticker or a laptop cover or a phone case or a mug 
Uh, those go search those two jerks at tpublic.com. T-E-E-Public.com. The proceeds from all of those go to keeping us on the interwebs so that we can continue making fools out of ourselves, mostly Rick, for your entertainment. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. And remember, if you want I, don't, to, I don't have feelings and I'm just here for your amusement. <laughs> yeah. If you want to, if you want to uh, tell us all about the captivating story of how you almost bought a t-shirt, you can leave <laughs> us a voicemail at three, two, one, 76 jerks. Or if you're Jesse long, it is really just the phone number wow. you shout out when you can't think of anything to say on your own show. The feud continues. <laughs> <laughs> the feud continues. We got to have some kind of running storyline, don't we? No, no. The running storyline is you're a psychopath. So, <laughs> for the occasional Chris... No, no, shut up. For the occasional Chris Vu, I am the Sussman Rick Sussman. Also for the Tom Alexander. Wow. Who's letting you know that it doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter who you are. It just matters that Tom is right. What, what are you talking about? Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go cry in the corner. I never said anything about being right or wrong. <laughs> I like that that's what you took away from that. Yeah. Well, I don't. What else was I supposed to take away? That was yeah. the only part that was a direct attack on me. It's supposed to take us away, Tom. I said yeah. that for you. Yeah. You, you did what? <laughs> uh, I'm only here to help. So, I'm only here to help. So, mostly what Rick said, but really, <laughs> until. Until I get my streaming service where I can find every episode of Benson, we will remain <laughs> those two jerks. What a reference. See you next time. <laughs>